Hey everyone, it's Danielle. Welcome to Female Intern. This is the intro part of the show where I just say whatever I want. Um, and today my guest is Alex Taubin, who I'm very excited to have on the show. Um, but before Alex gets here, I'm just going to um, say my very um, strong opinion about something. Um, I was scrolling on Instagram, if you can believe it, and I came across a post by an organization I actually really love and like I believe I believe in in, in what they do and their work. Um, but they had a picture of two people, um, you know, like just like with like doing like peace signs or something. And one of them was um, wearing a hijab and wearing a shirt that said transphobia is haram. And then another person, probably, I guess a white Jewish person wearing a shirt that said turfs are, di are, are turfs are dykes. No, that's not what it said. Turfs are traif, um, which is like kind of like a Yiddish word for not kosher. Um, and, you know, cute cute, woke, kind of little t-shirt pun, um, inclusive, you know, vibes. Um, and seeing that shirt, certainly the, the one about turfs being trafe, I, it's hard to talk about this because ultimately I'm on the same side of the people who are wearing the t-shirts. I'm on the side that is like, I would like the world to be an inclusive and welcoming and safe place for trans people, for queer people, for anyone. Um, but to to act like that opinion is informed by Judaism, like trafe means not kosher. Turfs are not kosher. Like turfs are absolutely kosher. Kosher, like Judaism, it's a patriarchal religion. It's a religion that could not be more, it, 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 it couldn't be clearer that there is a gender, there, there's a gender binary and there's a gender hierarchy. Turfs are trafe. No, they're not. Like we invented turfs, okay? We invented, we, we are so, Judaism is so rigidly binary in so many ways. Jews, non-Jews, man, woman. Like there's just, there's not a lot of in between. Okay, are there a couple, are there a couple parts in, in like in these obscure parts of the Talmud that maybe acknowledge the existence of like, I don't know, um, intersex people or asexual people? Maybe, but like you don't learn any of that shit, okay? And I just, it feels like I don't know, wearing a t-shirt that's that's like pretends that Judaism welcomes people who are not who don't fit within the gender binary. Like that's not true. I'm not saying like Jewish people are can absolutely be welcoming and and friendly and safe. Um but like I don't know, it's just so weird to see a shirt like that for me, someone who grew up with a very rigid kind of Judaism. I was talking to my mom about it and um, and she was like, it's not that rigid. Like, you know, the, the religion has changed so much. Like, yeah, OK, it's it's changed. It's it's evolved over the last, you know, two, whatever, three thousand years. But it's not changed that much. And that's part of why it's like, oh, wow, we've been around for so long. That's part of like her pride, like, you know, everyone's pride in it. Like I, there aren't like. The the Judaism I grew up with, the religious, like highly educated in religious texts and religious law and practice, like gender expression is not something the, the religion like acknowledges, let alone endorses. It's like if you have if you if you bleed, if you menstruate, like it, it's so uh, it's so obvious that you are like it just couldn't be clearer <laughs> that, that the religion is um, unfriendly 
to anyone who's not a man or not a Jewish man. And it just feels weird. Like, I get that there's like leftist Jews and I get that there's like, um, uh, you know, like different kinds of observant Jewish people. Some of them are, are more liberal. And yeah, but like even in the if, even in orthodoxy, like the fringe of the orthodoxy where like, you know, this one rabbi is like ordaining women to be rabbis, like even those women, they still like cover their hair when they're married and they're still doing all of the things like they're still very much adhering to that binary and and validating it by participating in it. And I don't know if the person who was wearing this Turfs or, or Trafe t-shirt was like religious or not. Probably not. And I guess, yeah, I guess it, if if even if you're like a secular Jew, like and you want to talk about like the precedent for secular Jewishness and Jewish identity being really um, friendly to any anyone who's like remotely marginalized, like, OK, but. That's not the religion. Like, don't use the language of the religion, like trafe, kosher. Like, it's why are you why are you preserving that language? Like, what are you protecting? What are you trying to hold on to? Like, why is the kosher trafe binary like something you you want to talk about? Like, I can't speak to to, you know, trans identity being haram or halal. Like, I don't know. I'll let Salma talk about that. But I, I, I'm the, the, the religion is a patriarchy. A patriarchy is not. I just like it, it just upset me. Like, and it's weird. It's also weird to me that I that I have this opinion. Like, why am I not like Yes, let's make turfs trafe. Like let's let's embrace the language of the religious tradition and like transform it and use it in ways that are more uh um it, I don't know like that dignify everyone's humanity. But like I I just why why am I holding on to why am I holding on to that? Just just because just like kosher trafe like you're not the 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 when you're holding it's so hard for me like I don't want to there's not there's so little if anything that I want to hold on to of of the religion like of of my religion of origin you know the religion I was assigned at birth and I'm not trying to you know like equivocate there um equivocate that's not the right word I'm not trying to act like gender and religion are the same thing but Maybe they can't, but they're similar. They're both like social, they're social constructs that you're assigned um, or you can choose. Um, my, my religion is like, there's a blessing every single day that we had to listen to the boys say, Baruch Isha. Thank you, God, master of the universe for not making me a woman. And do you know what our blessing was? Thank you, God, for making me according to your will. What even the fuck? You could not be more unambiguous. That's so many negatives. Um, and I think Ale actually Alex Taubin is calling me. So I'm going to stop my rant there. But I have a lot more to say. Welcome to Female Intern. There's no theme song. Okay. Um, today's guest is Alex Taubin. You can move the arm of the mic. Do whatever you want. It's not going to make noise. Can't take it with me? I mean, you can bend it if you put some pressure on it. Oh, like Beckham. Bend it. Yeah. If you bend it like Beckham. 
Kick it. Sick movie reference. Just kick it hard. Welcome to the show, Alex. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, Daniel. You're welcome. We're good. What you got going on today? What I got going on today? Well, so I mean, speaking of you, you two, you guys, <laughs> I've been I've been on two podcasts in my life, and both have been, hey, my got my guest canceled. Um, want to come and fill in? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you are. <laughs> you're back up. I'm back. You're back up, up Alex. I'm and back I up, that's and I, and I want you to and this place gives me nightmares. And I do want you to internalize that as sort of like a indictment on your character and how sure. little no, I I've, respect you. I've accepted it. Yeah. This is my fate. I realize I'm never someone's first choice. You're never this. someone's first never picked. And I never will picked first. Be a backup, but hey, you didn't call anybody else, so you could have called, you know, a returning guest. That's true. A former entertaining guest. I could have. But you know, little old me. And I yeah, and I reached out to eighteen people before I reached out to 18, you. Uh, That's not true. That's not true. Lachaim indeed. Kai. Kai, Kai, Kai. <laughs> um no, but I've been wanting to have you on the show since forever. I thought to actually not ask I I thought to not ask you, and then I was talking to Nico. I had Nico on the show. Yes. Because, you know, you, you have that pot. amazing joke that I fucking love. The I'm like that cabinet under the kitchen. Oh, I um, look familiar, it's, but I'll never open up. I butchered your joke. Yeah, that's all right. We can, we can, I'll bleep it out. I don't want, I don't mean to burn your material. Oh, no worries. It's, uh, I have the personality that fake cabinet under the sink. I blend in well, but we'll never open up to you. But we'll never. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like, well, I'm going to listen to Alex. He's not interested in opening up, or it's a joke. But I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's actually that part might kind of be true. But I was talking to Nico, who I had on the show, and he was like, "Yeah, get him talking." Yeah. Well, I see. I, I have a lot to say, but no one to say it to, or no one. I, I don't. Please care. say it here. Well, I'm not going to start spilling. But why? No, that's exactly what I want. Well, you'll have to bring it out of me. Let's see okay. If you can do that. All right. I don't know. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't have like. No one's like actively seeking me out. There, that's, no that's one's what like, hey, think. what do you think about stuff? Hmm. I don't know. I, don't. I told a couple of other comics that I was having you on the show and they were like, good luck getting him to talk. <laughs> like, Give me names. I'll give you names. Um, they're like messing. Like, you know, they're like people who think you're funny and sure. are like, you're surely you're not going to crack it. <laughs> people. Yeah, it's your. I don't know. How, how does it feel to hear that? Oh, I've I've experienced it many times. Well, one time I was booked on a show, and the, the showrunner came up to me. It's like once they saw on the poster, people were like, "Really, that guy?" And um, that that was fun. Well, was okay, fun. but stand up is one thing. Yes, stand up is one thing. It's one thing. Um, but this show, like, do you know anything about the premise of this show? I don't know if you like listen to any episodes. No, you, you talked to me. You, you told me to come over twenty minutes ago, so I was like, sure. Yeah. yeah. So. It's um I it's an excuse for me to have like one on one time with people I've been wanting to hang out with. Sure. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, I'm here. But like for content, you know. Content, sure. Content, content, content. I don't have um, I don't have that 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 the the social bone in me to do it elsewhere. Mm. So this is great. Yeah. Well, I'm. It's sort of like a. I'm trying to incentivize people to hang out with me. <laughs> sure. Though, like, yeah, maybe like 50 people will hear this. Like, I want to come, want to come do it. So, and always lead with my my original person canceled. Yeah, I, I love leading with that. Always lead well, with I want I, I want I like being up no, front. No, no, no. You know no, what I mean? I'm grateful to be. No, no, no. You, you don't have you don't have to be grateful. I'm, like, well, I'm grateful to be chosen. That's fine. That's fun. I don't know. I'm happy. I I would feel I would feel pissed. <laughs> You would? <laughs> yeah, but but also would rather know. 
I don't know. You would you you would you 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 think by telling me I'm the backup, it's better. Well, to like oh yeah, like I because I I respect your time. Like usually I would ask uh-huh. someone like well in advance, like out of respect for their schedule. Mm-hmm. And um, this isn't usually how I like to. Ideally, I would have like you know booked you like weeks in advance, which was my plan anyway. You're on my list. I'll show you my list. Is it um, Schindler's list. It's Schindler's. You're on my Schindler's list. But okay. I'm all jokes. I'm, I am messing with you about it. No, you're you, you're being serious. No, no, you just can't tell. I know, That's but you can't fun. tell if I'm taking this. Ser- you think I'm really taking this seriously? Well, I, I can see your guard is up a tiny bit. About oh my! Try, uh, trying. Oh wait, how can what is giving that away? The tone. The tone. The tone. You're trying to defend your own, uh, your own, uh, your choice of uh, of saying these uh, of why I'm, I'm yes I'm back up, but I also acknowledge like. Sure. It's also shitty. Yeah, yeah. Daniel, how are you? <sighs> Do you want to breathe? It was such a bad week. How was are it? you? Um, this week, I mean, Sunday is this the beginning of the week or the end of the week? It's the end. It's the end. So this week was fine, I guess. Okay. A lot of stuff, not much stuff. Who knows? A lot of stuff, oh. not much stuff. Interesting. Stuff happens. What are you? Gonna do? Did stuff happen for you this week? Oh, did stuff happen? Probably. <laughs> I black it out. But who knows? I don't record my stuff with my journal. I'm a journal guy. I don't journal. You don't journal? I have my memory to journal. Have you me. ever journaled? No. How do you process information? Uh, with my retinas and then it's wiring to my brain and it lets me figure out what, what how to react and stuff. You know, typical. Do you do much introspection? Oh, totally. How? Like literally oh. how? Oh, because I'm alone all the time. So all the time you could be like fucking around playing video games, not I don't. not thinking. I'm I don't. Not, I, I sit and I contemplate. I think a lot. See, I have lots of things to think about, but no one is sure. <laughs> to me, you seem like a thinker, but you know, I don't I don't know you. I just don't know. So yeah. I want to know. I'm a thinker. I'm a midnight toker as well. Mm. Shout out to Steve Miller. Shout out to Steve Miller. <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to. I just want to join the shout out. John, oh, you want to? But I don't know. Out. Is that Steve Miller? I don't know. I'm looking that way, like someone. Over someone, gonna, someone over there is going to answer. Yeah. Did, did you see the little boy painting behind you? The reason, reason why I'm hard. <laughs> there it is. There he is. Are you staring at the little boy or me? No, I'm staring at you. Thank you. Yeah. Do you? Okay, I know you through stand up. Yes. Are you? Are you interested in like being known, like like your 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 person like you personally, or are you like I love writing jokes and I love like making people laugh? Like I'm curious, like how personal, how personally. Uh, I I don't know how to ask the question, but like, do you feel like you have enough to to speak? Yeah. Great. Go ahead. <laughs> Talk to me. I feel like uh, my number one miss, uh, my number one fear in life is to be misunderstood. Your number one fear. Yes, to be misunderstood. Just mm. many variations of misunderstandings. Sure. But the to the extremes of being wrongfully accused of a crime. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest, because then you're a, you, your image is tarnished, your mm-hmm. reputation is tarnished, and b you didn't do it. Mm. So like you know you didn't do it. So there's and everyone else thinks you did. So there's like a thing where like if you're gonna do it, at least. If everyone's gonna blame me, you might as well fucking mm-hmm. do it, you know? Yeah, you might as well. If, 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 I, if I murder like eight yeah. children, I'm like, yeah, might as well get something out of it. I'm always saying that. Yeah, so I that's a bit to that extreme, but even to the the, the smallest 
extremes um a tonal thing if people think i'm uh like saying something in a certain tone mm-hmm. they think it they don't really listen to what i'm saying they kind of hear what i how i'm saying it mm-hmm. and they kind of just interpret my my meaning behind whatever i'm saying like and, they're not taking what you're saying at face value yes and they and they they think i'm saying something different and they're like oh well why are you being sarcastic about it are you, you not like me I'm like what i just told you you're awesome yeah <laughs> And then you just think you projected the sarcasm to that. So that extreme to being wrongfully accused, being misunderstood Mm. is bad. So when I'm on stage, I can do a fucking say what the fuck I want. And you guys get to hear. uh, You can still be misunderstood, though. Yeah. But I can control it better. I can explain myself and you guys don't talk. Mm. So that's art. That's art of crafting your own thoughts as well as to getting it to a certain point where you have to be like, no one's going to misunderstand what this is. But not but. And um quit talking about me. Sometimes I wonder like so I feel like there's some people who get on stage and they're like, like, what's your point? Like who what's your point of view? Like obviously that's a massive question. Like so I feel like some people turn to stand up because they're like, I got stuff to say. Like I have opinions, I have strong opinions about stuff, and you're just like, I love milk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and that's like a very I, love, I don't want to be freaking a, be love all a douchey about not douchey. What's the word? Artsy, but be, me saying I love milk is part of the misunderstanding thing. It's not just me like I like milk, and it's just like ah ha ha ha. You know, it's it's a lot of like, uh, me saying it, and then everyone reacting a certain way. I love that because they're they're freaking out. <laughs> they are freaking out. It's not a good joke. It's so good. No, it's oh my god, Alex! No, because all I say is I like milk, and people are like are like why? <laughs> well, because I don't think it's as a joke by itself. It's not great. If I, if you just read that in a joke book, it would suck. I like milk, and I want to go on the show Hot Ones and just drink the milk, uh, stuff like that. Just I have like three very I have three jokes about milk, and I I, I close on it because I don't know how else to end my set. <laughs> but it's not good. I'm not closing on it because it's the I mean, big ending. Uh, respectfully like i agree to disagree but it's your feelings are valid (laughs) sure thank you uh me saying i like milk is a lot of like taking back my own uh like you think i'm weird watch this i like milk Mm -hmm. and then i'm gonna explain to you why you're the weirdo and just sit in it yeah yeah i'm uh fuck you i like milk (laughs) why why and people are gonna think things anyway so i might as well tell them my deepest darkest secrets like i like milk (laughs) And that's the that is the deep dark secret. And I am staring at a you're staring cow at cow udders above you right now. Wow, so, it's poetic and it's squirting all over me. Ah. Is there a do you have any memories or instances of being misunderstood that like all the time? Oh my gosh! Well, because in, in terms of being funny, is that's a, one of the bigger ones. Like my group of friends at home are the least funny people I've ever met. Um, <laughs> they're they're so boring. But they're, they're they're lovely people, obviously, just like everybody else in the world. It's fucking just lovely people, just boring as shit. There are other amazing qualities about them. They're all smart and stuff, and they're all good friends. But they're all boring as shit. <laughs> so I'll, I'll I'll try to be funny around them, and they'll just be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What? It's a joke." And they're like, "I get no." And, and and then someone will say the dumbest thing ever, and they'll crack up because I know it's being funny around your friends. It's all about. Uh, talking about other people in your friend group. Gossip. Like, you see Eric, he fucking ate a whole avocado with his mm-hmm. hands, mm-hmm. and he was like, all messy. 
and they'll die laughing but i'll be like you guys hear about you guys i don't know some, some, <laughs> something that's actually funny yeah outside of the i can't context. think of anything but something that's actually funny is what i would say something that's outside of the context of yes like yes yes something that happened to a person in the group yeah they're all like well that's hilarious but you whatever why did you bring up that like, what no like 911's it's funny right it's like no 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 go with me on yeah, this yeah they're all confused they're just so that's a big misunderstanding yeah it's a lot of that it's a lot of um lot, a lot of little interactions where people assume I'm like angry mad mm. rude rude's the biggest one really well cuz they'll think I'm just like cuz I, I have a I have a resting face you know and it's it's not conducive of emotional uh, connectivity with people mm. like i'll be happy i'll be like wow you know and then like, <laughs> why, why is this little kid all happy but it's very um it's, it's it's very just you know it's nothing but it's it's you know it's just my face so they'll they'll and my tone is is, is, is different as well so mm. they'll be like why are you but no, why are you mad at me? I'm what? Not, I'm not it's mad. not even mad. It's just like, why are you being a rude? You're being so rude. Like, what? Do people tell you you're rude? All the time. Oh my God. I need to fix it or something. Or just like learn how to say it, use my face better. Yeah. People say What's I'm going on? rude. It's just because of my tone and the face combination. I could be like, unicorns are great. But like, why are you fucking, well, fuck you. Why are you <laughs> being all rude about unicorns? I'm like, what? Huh? I just said unicorns are great. <sighs> So just trying they, to contribute. They think I'm like, oh, you know, a big thing has happened. It's not big, but uh, I was having a conversation with a friend, and she was like, um, we, we were talking, and it got very small talking. Mm -hmm. It was like, so the weather's oh, great. So it's raining, and it was just a lot of that. I don't, I don't, I don't remember particularly what we were talking about. It was like, oh, we, we, I do remember. We it devolved into New Yorkers talking about trains. Oh boy, and we were both like, so what kind of trains do you like? <laughs> And essentially, it, it devolved. A classic New Yorker yeah, conversation. Yeah, I was like, what train are you taking? Oh, the four. I love the four. My favorite is the Q. It only has like five stops in Manhattan. It's wonderful. Things like that. Mm. And and then I got very like, whoa, this is like, look at us. There's two New Yorkers talking about trains. How fucking terrible is that? Yeah. And I said that. I was like, isn't this isn't it funny how no matter what conversation two people are having in New York, it always kind of just evolves into what trains you like? And she was like, what? And she, uh, yeah. Oh, so it's like you kind of analyzing, I'm analyzing the it. experience that we're sharing. I, st I stepped back. You stepped like, back. And then she was like, what? No, I thought we were having a good conversation. No, like, I was like really invested in the train conversation. I, I mean, kind of. Yeah. She was like, yeah, I thought we were, here just, we were having, I thought it was good. I thought yeah. we were having, and then she didn't realize no, no, like, see, I'm, 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 you know, it was funny because, like, you know, I, everyone's like, I was talking and they always talk about trains at the end of it. Which, and then, and she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Did we're, she say you were rude? It was, it wasn't less, less rude, was, just more like, it was, it was rude in the sense she thought I was making fun of her, like, her, like, what she thought was a good conversation. I see. And I was just like, this is hilarious how we're, we're just fucking talking about the Q train right now. But, like, also, you were. It wasn't that good of a conversation. Okay, right, no, but I'm you know saying. How I know it's not a good conversation. <laughs> He's pointing at me. Okay, <laughs> I'm pointing at the, the udders, the nipple on, above you. Let's up and love it. Yep. Um, you know, I knew how it was. I was like, oh my god, he's pointing at my nipples too. Bold. Yeah. Okay. Led, uh, Led Zeppelin. Mm -hmm. uh, you know how I know it wasn't a good conversation because the following hour, two hours after, we had an amazing conversation about like 
nothing nothingness and life itself whoa and it was great we weren't talking about the stupid the the weather trains our days how we uh, how what we do today none none of that bullshit yeah so that's how i knew i was right i just didn't handle it correctly because she was very like i thought we were were, and then she was like why are you being all rude about it it's also a hard thing um like as a person who like you know comedy is your lens a Mm -hmm. lot of like you choose that as the lens Huh? She's also a comedian. Well, so I figured she'd be like, "Yeah, isn't this yeah, crazy?" But she, that's disappointing. Well, she's yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah, so like you, you want the person to just join you in the like, oh, let's be observer of like observers for a second yeah. and be like, mm-hmm. "Isn't so dumb that's that the, we're doing the, this?" The Paul Rudd look at us thing. Look at us. Paul Rudd look at us thing. Yeah, you. That's the the hot wing hot ones. Thing. I I don't know, but like I I got it. I don't know it either. I mean, I just know the memes that came out. Okay. I didn't like watch it. I don't just watch. Sort it. of a student of memes. I don't watch that dumb. How dumb a show is that? Such I don't. I don't watch show. that show. That one's just so stupid. But you, you would go on it. No, I would not. For the milk. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a joke. I, I would just like swipe the chicken away and just chug that gallon yeah. of milk. Chug the milk. Just like, just like invert <laughs> it over my head and just like, open my mouth. <laughs> just whatever falls into me. Any, whatever. Any, whatever cracks just into my orifice. Milk board yourself. Yeah. Oh, wow. what a way to die. What a way to die. Just like death, just pleasure. Death by milk. <laughs> That's the creamiest milk. death I've ever oh. I've ever wanted. Oh man. So you okay, you have a resting face. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like a very in in your interior? Are you a very emotional person? Oh, deeply. But it just doesn't translate. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so interesting. I cry so much. Do you really? Yeah. Like not like oh my god it's raining no but like like if I'm I'll be the first to cry in a movie if it's whoa. like super sad um, that's about it sometimes um, music and the hits the right yeah but you know nothing really not, I'm not I shouldn't say I'm like the most crying person I'll, if I, I feel I it I, I will yeah and I, and it's fun and it's fun and it's fun it feels good to cry it feels all right. You literally get like, yes, endorphins afterwards. Sure, but then you have to use too much Kleenex. <laughs> I, I tend to get a headache after I cry. Oh yeah, maybe I dehydrate and then yeah. I'm just like I've been like straining my head so much and sure. it's not comfortable. Yeah, I cry because uh, isn't that fascinating? <laughs> yeah, I cry because of headaches. And then I get a headache because I cry. And wow. I cry even life, it's, life is cruel. Life is a dream. So h- how do you manage to be, like, hold a lot of emotion internally and not express it? Um, is that, like, practice or is that, or have you, has it? Well, I mean, well, I mean, I don't, I've never, like, practiced it on purpose. Right. So, okay. I'm, like, I'm only child like, like, like helps. intentional. Uh, only child. Uh, oh, how do you feel about that? Uh, Not in a like dumb therapist way, but like I haven't talked to you about that. Being only child. Yeah. You got like you got takes. It's. I don't I, no I don't have takes on only child. Not not it, like it has not in a perks. in a relatability way. Just like for you. It, it has its perks, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family has a lot of cousins. Mm-hmm. I love. I've always wanted more people. Mm-hmm. So if I ever have kids, I want a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of just like the opposite yeah. of what I agree. Do you think with. about Do you think about parenthood yeah. for yourself? I no, not yet. 
But like, is it something you feel like in your gut? You're like, nah, yeah, eventually. Yes. Oh, I want. Yes, I want. There's no doubt I want kids. Oh, my gosh. So many people who don't want kids. I know your yeah. job is to help that process even. I haven't bloom. been doing that job for no? a few months. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I love I love that. But I don't personally like I'm not a person who wants to mm -hmm. have my own children. Interesting. But it's um, like I don't like comedy anymore. You don't like comedy anymore? Because yeah, like, that's my life. It's your life. Oh, oh no. I want you to like it. I like it. I, 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 you know, I know what you mean. I know. What yeah, you mean. I don't watch specials. Yeah. It's fucking time for a special. Something well, special. Yeah, yeah, you just gotta make time. <laughs> Mentally, I don't have time. I hear you. Um, but yeah, I don't know. How, have you, how do you, I don't know. It's, it's always so interesting to me. Like, I never know who's like, definitely like wants that and who doesn't. Some people mm. really like just, I don't know, but have you known for like a long time? Oh, sure. Wow. Long time. I've always wanted kids. I mean, is it, is it like, I don't know, is that like connected to not having siblings and like. Probably. Mm. A lot of just uh, aloneness. <laughs> so if I can make my own people that aren't, that are around me. Yeah. Good. That would be cool. Um, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, my, my, my last name. Rides is on having a boy mm. or someone who uses my last name or whatever. I'm the last Taubin. To, Just to, in the world? No. Well, I'm the last of my name, okay. my family name. If I don't have, I don't have kids Whoa. and they don't use Taubin, it's th over. Wow. Right? Thousands of generations. Is it thousands? I, 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 don't <laughs> I know at least like four. Yeah. And they, they cross continents. Yeah. And they, they, they escaped the Russian Revolution. Yeah. Came over here. And for for and to for it the last only two generations would be a little silly. <laughs> It'd be a little nuts to just be like, yeah, this one lonely guy couldn't get it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did you feel did you feel lonely growing up, or was it just like, oh, I wish there were just more people here? No, I never felt lonely growing up. Now, sure. Now, yeah, well, I live alone. Mm. Uh, always have except for like freshman year and then probably college and then junior year right two roommates that's it every, every other year i've had i was alone do you prefer it that way i prefer because i'm used to it i kind of want to be roommates with someone now because mm. always just someone to have yeah nico he has what he you know in, in in um this is spinal tap is that the word is that maxim is that the name of the movie Spinal Tap. It's that mockumentary about the rock. Okay. I haven't seen it. This is Spinal Tap, Spinal Tap, whatever. Spinal Tap. I think Let's it, call it Spinal Tap. For it's now. um the running joke is that the drummer dies every like year in that mockumentary. Mm. And that there's just a new drummer every <laughs> every, okay. every 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 shot, every like scene, there's just a new drummer because he died. Oh my god. It's a plant because drummers die in rock bands in history. Yeah. And so Nico, that's his that's the joke we have with his roommates is that he keeps having a revolving door of roommates. Um, there's at least like at least like five to six people. Whoa. Of like that we just like know because they used to either ex roommates have or lived with current him. roommate have lived yeah. with them. So and he has three current roommates and him. So he, he and I always I'm, I'm always over there. Not always. I'm like a couple times a month, and it's always just fun yeah. to be around people. Yeah. But then I kind of like observe it more than oh this sucks 
It's it's a lot of logistics. Yeah, it, that's it is a very different kind of operation. I'm so, so used to living alone. Yeah, I, I can't. It'd be hard to adapt. So okay, but I'm I'm curious. I I want to go back to you said you think a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that look like? Are you like laying on the floor listening to music, like reflecting? Quiet, alone. Sitting on a on a chair. My bed. I live in the studio, so there's not much room. Mm. I just have my bed and a little futon. Mm-hmm. But I'm never on that futon. I'm always just on my bed. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a futon. Never my bed's so futon. comfy. My futon's yeah. got for free. I, oh, that's cool. So I just don't care. I would love a futon. No, we don't. need a couch. We we really need a couch. Sure. I guess we don't need one. The the, the rug we have is very is very cozy. But well, it's not a futon. The rug doesn't turn into a bed. It doesn't. No. It really doesn't. Well, I mean, you can, you can sleep on it, though. <laughs> But yeah, I'm always just thinking a lot of philosophy because I'm not thinking about, I'm not thinking about like Dua Lipa or something. They Clearly might. you are. No. Well, never, never intentionally thinking about her. <laughs> what? No, I'm just I like making it a thing now that you're obsessed with Dua Lipa. I am not obsessed with Dua Lipa. You're she keeps disappearing on every upset. social media thing I have. It's like, get out of here, Dua Lipa. Wow. Yeah. Come on, Dua. Leave me alone. My TikTok is just flooded. Remember, she she was doing her like concert tour and every fucking TikTok I had was just a, a, a bootleg video of her dancing. Are you very online? Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm online, but I'm in my little algorithm hole. Mm. So not really worldly online. I have what I like to watch. So yeah, I'm not really, I'm not, I'm, I'm trending. No, I don't know anything about it. Um, nothing worldly, but, politics, but you just follow, news. You just follow your own curiosities. Yeah, I guess. I have my, my various things I like. Do you, are, do you get um, angry or irritated easily? I think I have a temper. I haven't experienced it in the last two years or so. How how? Like how do you how do you avoid it? Uh well nothing really gets me that angry anymore. Well, I mean, I've not nothing like well, sports always got me angry. Big really? Sports. Oh, sure. Are you a big sports man? See, that's one of the things that people misunderstand about me. I just I I just don't know. Yes. I, n- I never assume someone is. Yes. However, Everyone assumes I'm like some type of League of Legends nerd. Mm, Maxim's laughing and agreeing. <laughs> and I'm far from it. I've Interesting. Played baseball all my life, basketball. I was. I'm like one. No, I'm an outdoor kid. I was travel soccer, travel baseball. There's a lot of stuff. Do you? Do you? Are 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 you playing? Are you athletic these days? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not in any organized. I mean, I have my, I'm on a softball team, but that's just softball. That's fun. It, it's fun, but it's not like, you know. I mean, it, it involves some movement. Sure. No, it's much harder than people think. Yeah. Try hitting a ball coming from the sky. No. It's harder than it looks. I'm not going to do that. No. You don't have to. But yeah. So, you, okay. So you're, you're a sports guy and sports, yeah. but sports, following sports does not like activate your temper anymore no, not anymore well mainly because all my teams are bad right now oh. um so it's not there's nothing to kick a hole in the wall about anymore have you kicked a hole in a wall before yeah um uh 2018 the bears the chicago bears were in the playoffs double doink against the eagles wow and you have no idea what that means no um 
I imagine the stakes were high. It was the playoffs. Uh, the, the Bears were amazing that year, and um, our kicker was a problem the entire year, mm. Cody Cody Parkey. And essentially, um, he kept missing field goals the entire year. It was insane. He had the yips or something because he wasn't a bad kicker. Mm. You know the yips? It's where it's where you have for some reason a high performing athlete just like can't do something like throw a ball, yeah, catch or something. It's like it's something mentally Oof. blocking them. Yeah. So it's called the yips or alligator arm or something where you can't where you just you just lose all of it. Wow. Uh, so the kicker he just sucked for some reason. And, and and it was it was funny because he kept hitting the goalposts, kicking it. It was almost like funny so how close, many times yeah. he kept doing that. So uh, and and so the entire year was that. There's a lot of those misses okay. in the posts. Um, and then the playoffs against the Eagles, it was a close game. Can't we we got to uh, last drive? Um, if we if we made it, we we would we would go on to the next round of the playoffs. And he hit, kicked it, hit the top left um, goalpost, and it came crashing down, hit the middle of the crossbar, and, and, and hit out and missed it. Hence, double doink. And um, it was double doink. That's so fun to say. It's like amazing. Uh, I think Al, was it Al Michaels who said that? Double doink. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, someone said that. The announcer was like, double doink. And it was like crazy. Because I think it was like Sunday Night Football or something. Hmm. But I, I remember because it was just so frustrating. It was just like it was that that was our ticket to the next, like, the next level. The NFC championship. Mm. And he missed it like he always did. And it was so like doing, doing. <laughs> and then I, I, then I fucking just like kicked the hole in the wall. Oh, my gosh. Were you alone? No, I went, I went to my room and did it. I was in bed and I kind of laid, laid down just like I was all fucking mad about it. And um, essentially, just kind of just like laying. You know, like you ever get like mad, like get all you get all like twitchy. Yeah. God damn it! You know that. Yes. So I, my foot was next to the wall. I did a twitch with my leg. Foot went right through the wall. Wow. So that was that. Wow. Yeah. So, so your teams are bad. So that's why you haven't gotten angry lately. Sure. But or you do know. you get angry and it just it just doesn't like explode? I get angry. I'm I'm very Internally. curious about your your how you express anger. I get my anger stems from frustration due to mo- not that's just like trivial nonsense football baseball which okay, it's but, a real feeling but I yeah nowadays I'm 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 like frustrated or angry about unfair stuff like things I can't control unfair mm. like especially in like a comedy scene where so many things are unfair. So like that what? kind of stuff gets me upset, but I can't, I'm not actively showing it. No one would know because I can't just be like that guy who's just like fucking mad and angry in the back, you know? What, what, what would you speak more about? Like what, what feels it's, unfair? It, I can, it all stems from me not having a, a certain sociability, a certain um, openness mm. and physically I can't be, I have to be the one who stands back and observes the analyzation of all of what we're doing. And because I can't, uh, I can't merge into whatever thing people usually do. What do you mean you can't? Like you, you don't. I physically you don't just, want I don't to? have. Like, there's no fluidity there. Do you not like you don't you don't enjoy that? That doesn't feel safe or comfortable. That, yes, but also physically, I can't. Like, it's it's like getting it up socially. 
Mm. I don't care. Is that <laughs> I don't yeah. I don't give a shit what Yeah. You're just so you're so See, you're not a schmoozer I'm not a schmoozer it all seems fake to me mm-hmm. you, everyone's just climbing a ladder that, mm-hmm. that using their best uh social ability mm-hmm. uh, tactics to do so um and i and if i were to try to do that it would be just awful so i don't but because i don't have that it makes me upset that's that, but that's how mainly everyone that's succeeds. a currency that's how people succeed in this comedy scene. Yeah. And it pisses me off because I don't have it. I'm not necessarily pissed off. I'm not the guy who's like, oh, well, they don't deserve it. I think they deserve it because they have what I don't have. Mm. I'm not like saying, oh, well, she, they didn't earn it, you know, fair and square. They, no, use, no, what they, use, they use what they had to the best of their ability. Yeah. Like they see like yeah. the, oh, this is a skill that will help yes, me. And everyone knows it too. Everyone's yeah. faking it. So they make it. Mm-hmm. Some people are really good at it. Some people uh, fake it and then don't make it. And no one ever talks about that. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Yeah, I, I don't fake it. I decide never to fake it anymore. Yeah. My friend told me yesterday that he loves how I don't. I'm just me all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I couldn't. I it's beautiful. I yeah, I guess it is. Like I mean, I think you know in your gut, like you have a lot of integrity uh-huh. in like just showing up how you are. But then people don't like that. Yeah, but. It doesn't change the fact that it that it has like personal integrity. Sure. Like, yeah, you're not gonna be liked by everyone, or you're not gonna you're not playing that game. You're like, no, mm-hmm. I don't really have the skill set for a game with that with those rules. I'm I'm playing the game where I can do the comedy part. Like, so that should be enough. But right, like also recognizing it's a social. It's never it, enough. It's a yeah, like it's a. The industry part of it, the part of like, you know, opportunity and actually like earning money and the, mm-hmm. the market, the market of it all. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like that is all these skills that are not like the actually being funny part. Yeah. Um, but that's what I want. I want Do to, you? Yes. So badly. But but you're not willing to like practice because it feels like fake. Yeah. I'll, I'll go other. There's other ways to get it. I don't. I'd love to be discovered. That's my number one goal. Mm. Being discovered and being plucked somehow, some way. That's my number. That's, that's my that's my wet dream every night. Oh my god, beautiful! Um, I used to have that. Dream I got a glimpse well. of that with Gary Goldman. Can you talk about that? I guess. Oh my god, tell us that story. Um, was a, was a story, story, story. I you know, no, I mean, it I'm doesn't sh- have to have a beginning, middle, and end. It does, but though. like. It has a whole ass, okay. grand ass. Oh, a whole arc? Let's, yeah. I want to hear it. I really want to hear it. It has a whole, um, like, what's lessons and stuff. Wow. Isn't that, yeah. Wow. Morals and just. Lessons, Jesus Christ. Great. What am I, a fucking third? It's a religious text. It's yeah. the foundation of a religious text. God, love Let's hear it. I love religion. The gospel of Alex it. on Gary. <laughs> Gary's a culmination of it all. But I'll, let's, we'll start from the beginning. July 26, 1996. <laughs> Uh, Morgan Freeman. Um, uh, you do so, a, you do an amazing Morgan Freeman. I do. Hi, I'm Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Uncanny. Yes, on on um, plastic uh, bodily. So you know Sasha and uh, sick Bailey. Joke. I do Sasha and Bailey. They run an awesome show called Fun Gutter Cobra mm-hmm. Club every every month Saturdays. Well, I don't know when the next one is. Doesn't matter. <laughs> None of you are going. And uh, 
and I was in a phase where I'll just offer myself up to being a doormat because that's how I'll get in. That's my that's my that's another trick I have mm. to get into things. And I've side note, I've learned it doesn't work. But back because <laughs> they don't they just don't they'll put you up. They just pay you. I don't want money. <laughs> Anyways, I want attention, you fools. Yeah, if, if you if you ever, any of you are listening out there, if I ever doorman for you, it's not because I was like happy to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I want you to be on stage. That's how, that's how everyone does it, right? But again, no one does it in the, this scene. Anywho, so I I offered like the, Brooklyn scene, any scene. Well, there's, no, there's no doormaning in Manhattan because everyone it's either yeah. a club or a bar. Yeah, that's no, true. Or you, you take tickets that just someone who stands by the door. Uh, but Brooklyn, yeah, no one pays, no one gives you stage time for don't being a doorman, unless you're funny. That's that's yeah, that's what irks me too because no one thinks I'm funny. <laughs> so I'm doing doormaning to get any semblance of uh, stage time because mm-hmm. that's, that's just how people do mm-hmm. it. And Fun Gutter comes up and I offer my services to Sasha, mm-hmm. and he was like, sure. So that's like that was like uh, 2021, the end of 21, and the first show was like December or January of 21 or 22. So I, I do that, and I was like, "This is great. I get to pay. I get paid to be hanging out with everyone who's hanging out there, anyways. Might as well do it." That's 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 also good. If I'm getting paid, where if it's, if it's the show where everyone hangs out at, anyways, might as well be paid to be there. It's yeah. not a hard job. I'm just no. there telling people hey show me your tickets mm-hmm. uh and your and your tits so uh and then i uh i do that for like a long time i, I i'm because the goal is to get on the show because it's an awesome show mm-hmm. um so i do it for as long as whatever i do it for, i do it for a year it's like once once a month so i'm just doing it every every month and i'm not getting on None. I'm sure there's reasons they told me I would, so I'm just waiting. That's just, that's how it is. Mm. It's only four spots per show. Um, they have, I'm sure there's they have they have a bunch of people in, on their list. I get it. Just like you had uh, me wait on your list. Mm-hmm. Wait on, your list. <laughs> and it all comes back to that. <laughs> how was your backup? Anywho, um, so that's that's happening. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Hell yeah, <laughs> so that's that's happening in 2022. Okay. Uh, 2000. Well, also, what's happening in 2022? I am, um, rem- I'm removing my one-liner self. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Max, I talked to you about that. Okay, uh, I didn't know that. That okay. Over, I'm over interested. There, you know, um, right over there. So that was me. Uh, I hate doing one-liners for. I hated it. I, I know that's how you probably remember me or know me, but I hate doing it. And so I stopped. Stopped doing the short jokes because I still want one fun. So so 2022 was spent a lot of it just like shedding myself and finding another thing which was brutal by the way mm-hmm. don't ever do that have you found it or are you finding i'm still meandering yeah i have like That's 15 minutes of stuff from the new alex it's just it's fine but um it, it's it, it'll get better go ahead anywho uh so I, I'm, I'm 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 shedding myself finding going through just awful stretches of just being bad and finding new stuff and that's how it happened in 2022 while also doormanning the whole year. And finally, it all kind of comes crescendoing towards the end where those two things kind of line up together. Mm. Um, I'll start by saying I started going to this open mic called Pure Chaos. Pure Chaos is a wonderful open mic run by awesome people. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I started going to there. And the kind of thing is if you get if you do their mic enough and they love you, you get, they'll be on a show because they also run a show. So, and eventually they're like, hey, do you want to be on our show? It was like November or something, uh, October. 
And I was like, of course. Yes, thank you so much. It was the first show I've been on um, in a while, like almost a year. Just just from like being funny versus just like, hey, I know you'd be on my show. Sure. Which never happens. Anywho, that's the part that people get on shows for because I know you and love you and you're sociable and fun. Yeah. And you're not terrible at comedy. So that's like, that's kind of like the formula for most people. And if, I, you know, I don't have the other half of that. I just have the not not terribly unfunny part of it, which doesn't the percentage wise of reasons to be on a show that's not that's not even close to being up there uh but i'm i'm uh, towards the end of the year i get i'd start i do their show um it went extremely well like i wouldn't say i killed but people said i have because they told me hmm. so i did very i did very well and Great. then um chris mccaff who, who mm-hmm. runs the show also um who also runs the show elliot thompson i don't know if he runs the show but he's always there he kind of helps and um uh, Brett, Gordon. Brett Gordon. Yeah, so they're awesome. Uh, so I do I, 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 I do well on their show. Uh, afterwards, um, Chris comes up to me and says, oh, that's awesome. This is amazing. Why I've never seen you around a lot. Like, where do you, where do you, where do you go up? Got kind of sentiment. It's like, I don't, I don't. No one books me. So that's fun. And he was like, oh, my God, that's, that's, that's you know, t- not terrible. That's like, oh, that's, that's, that's okay. That should change. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, this is the, the second time. Uh, any anybody's ever done anything nice for me in uh, comedy? Uh, I, I Sam Hershock is the first one in Ames, uh, not Ames, in uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Mm. Uh, I had to leave. Uh, I had to go early at a mic. Had to leave early, and I was and there was a bucket and they printed the bucket out. They 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 they, they, um, they got the order up, and I saw that I was like dead last. Mm. And I was like, I have to leave. Yeah, can I just go? And they're like, No, you can't go first. This is just the order. That's how it works. Whatever. And Sam comes in and says, I'll switch it to you. Cause he was like fourth and i was like you sure it's like you're dead you'd be dead last it's like you're good i'm, ha- I'm happy to do so that's like, that's a beautiful awesome you're that's amazing. a beautiful person first thing I need, that's the first time uh, a niceness has ever occurred to me in comedy that could be a thing so I, i'm always gonna remember him sam um funny comedian in des moines if you want to check them out those des moines funny scene enough like it, like there's like a working comedians in des moines and they're like good that's great it's just awesome it's crazy they have two clubs there now which is cool too that rules because <laughs> um, you're i've never seen you yawn i've never seen you skateboard um, um so and i'm not to, and i'm not currently <laughs> cut to her um skateboarding no because she doesn't we'll, we'll put a clip in, uh, on the audio we won't that's wow. her skateboard that's exactly what they sound like <laughs> My skateboard sounds like farts. Yeah, skateboard <laughs> farts. Uh, that's just the concrete how it rolls. Uh, so it, it's a very unpleasant sound. Skateboard, like the skateboarding oh, is concrete. Skateboarding, sure. I really don't like it. It's very loud. One yeah. time, some kid came up to me. He was walking behind me. I mean, not like it was suspicious or anything like that. It was just he was walking behind me, and then I don't know where he just like like he's like right next to me and then decides to jump on a skateboard and it was like the loudest bang happened right next to me and he fucking just freaked out damn he just kind of skated away like, <laughs> like, uh, he's gotta be doing this to a lot of people wow just like freaking just them out. frightening because this is that loud concrete wheels mm-hmm. sound it's like dun, dun, but like you know in concrete wheel sound yeah 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 the concrete wheel sound not law and order that's, that's but right. chris is it's chris. the second so nice chris, thing anyone's ever done for you in comedy nice hosting skills Chris, uh, second, uh, take that, Maxim. No, I'm kidding. He's also a good host. And no, it's a zero sum game, and I'm yeah. winning. Sure, 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 sure. sure. It's, it's, it's what well, this, this whole thing is. He's watching his creation. On his phone. I know. I'm sure he is. He, <laughs> he laughs once in a while. He's still there. 
Um, anyways, he uh, Chris, he comes up to me after I was doing well, and he was like, "Wow, you're not any not like anywhere." I was like, "Nah," and I was like, "Here's 17 of my close friends who run shows in uh, New York. Tell uh, tech DM them saying I recommended you." And I was like, "Whoa." whoa you know mm-hmm. it's crazy so this is like october so i dm them like seven respond which is a great ratio for mm-hmm. people responding to do shows so i get on like seven shows in 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 late in november and early december so i'm i'm i'm, I'm like running my 10 minutes like constantly essentially in the last like in like a three-week span and then um also in that time um fun gutter sasha and bailey decided to put me on their big december show they had like it was like a weird uh not weird it was like a it was different it was like um like jazz cabaret nice clothes oh yeah of. i was there you were there um so so they put me on they booked me for like december middle of december or something and it was right before i was gonna go home visit my family for the holidays or whatever so like this is gonna be a nice crescendo to the end of my show run this is great and so and because chris was so gracious enough to do that to me i was like prepared uh, my 10 minutes was run well and then so i do i get i get the fun gutter and um gary gary goldman is on the lineup mind you he wasn't there um for the first whatever minutes i never saw him so i get on stage to introduce me and apparently, um, well, so I, was, I, I did very well. I'm not people. I think I did very well. People mm-hmm. say I did very well. Sasha tells me I'm like the top five ever fun gutter sets on that show, which is wonderful. I'm very gracious. And he, 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 he comes and gets me off stage. I'm like, you know, the scene in Goodfellas where there's a camera. Walk, so in the beginning of Goodfellas, there's a camera who follows a guy walking through the back of a bar, mm. like kind of like a club, through the kitchen, out into the open like seats, and, and everyone's like greeting him, saying, hey, what's up? It was kind of like that, where I was just like walking, everyone was like high-fiving me, mm-hmm. giving me knuckles, saying, oh, whatever, great. And it was, it was that kind of moment. Um, and then I I just like leave, because like, friend Nico, friend of the pod, um, he was doing the door for me that day. Because I, I asked him to, because I needed to replace me, because I'm not mm-hmm. going to do the door. And he, I, I kind of just like went out to him and kind of just like decompressed with him. Mm-hmm. And we were just kind of talking about how the set went. And um, and then I didn't even realize that Gary Goldman was on stage after me. So apparently I went on stage and immediately when I got on stage, he walked through the door and I was like, oblivious i didn't see him because he, he if you ever been on that stage or in that room the only light that shines on you is right above like essentially the door it's in the middle of the room but like if it's lined up with the door so you can't see anybody at the door it's just a big spotlight you kind of see off to the sides but not the door and he walked in apparently when i went on stage i didn't know if i knew it would have been terrible you know <laughs> gary Goldman's watching me but it was a blessing that i didn't mm-hmm. know he was so i um got off and then someone like five minutes into his set, which I forgot he was even on stage, comes in running, say, Alex, he's talking about you. Gary Goldman's talking about you. And I come like running in and then I, I and, and I'm like, what? This is this, this is nuts. And and then I walk in and then all I hear is him like kind of shitting on me. <laughs> in like a playful way, but um it was it was it hit a nerve. Yeah. 
he was talking about my Anne Frank Helen Keller joke, mm-hmm. and it's not comedy is always hilarious because I'll be like, it's a very awesome, it's a very well crafted joke, very uh, thoughtful and and very insightful, and then it's fucking jokes about like dicks and shit, mm-hmm. and farts and whatever. So that's how that's how it it sounds. I'm talking about this Helen Keller joke. Yeah, um, I like to think it's a fun joke. But he comes up and is like, yeah, the, everyone knows that uh, that Anne Frank, what a bitch. Because he's making fun of how I'm making fun of him. Mm-hmm. And every, he's like, but he's making fun of how I'm making fun of him. Because they're like an easy target or whatever. And so I get all sad. Mm. Deeply sad. Because I didn't want to be that guy who's like, everyone, I don't want to. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. yeah. It's, that would suck. I'm making fun of <laughs> severely disabled person. Yeah. And whatever. So I kind of like. It's the like being misunderstood. Yeah. I don't have. I don't. I don't want to. I'm not trying to like hurt anyone. Yeah. I just think it's funny sometimes that she can't see, hear, talk or do anything. Whatever. That was also a joke. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's kind of the crux of it. Uh, I go out, sit at the bar, being all sad that I offended people, maybe. Um, And. Because that's not the goal. Um, and then Gary finishes his set. He kind of, he's kind of looking for me. He, cut, he, he hits, uh, get eye contact with him. Mm-hmm. Kind of beelines over. He was like, wow, that's great. You were amazing. That was, that was hilarious out there. Like, who? what's your name? Like, I'm Alex. He's like, wow, I've never seen you around. Where do you go off? Like, again, nowhere uh, ever. And and he was like, wow, like, here, take my email. Um, I'm going to have my manager contact you, blah, blah, blah. Just like what the fuck, and I'm like yes, Gary Goldman. Whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you say, Gary Goldman. Whatever you say, Gary Goldman. And then and he had a bolt because you know it's Gary Goldman. <laughs> Fucking left and flew away. I don't know what Gary Goldman does. <laughs> so that so now I'm just kind of sitting there. I went from a really low low. Oh, actually, I went from really high high doing well on stage to a really low low finding out that I might have offended people, like in a deep hurtful way. Back to a really high high. Yeah. After Gary was like, "You're great." And I was just like, uh, it was a weird, I, yeah. I felt like I was going to throw up. That's I, like emotional whiplash. Yeah. I, I felt the same when I took mushrooms for the first time. The poison, when was that? Uh, October. This October? Yeah. I love the 2022. Sure. I did five grams and then I passed out in the bathroom. <laughs> but that's for another day. Oh, I remember that's okay. Yeah. For, I, I don't drink. I don't do any drugs. It was the first time I did anything. And I was uh, five grams of mushrooms. So. But that that poison feeling you get from yeah. mushrooms, yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume people, whoever takes it, you, I guess you know what I mean. Um, that's what I felt from all that ups and downs. And I was, I was, I was kind of sitting there all cold and shivery and poisony. Mm-hmm. And then I, I just looked around. There's like five girls around me. I feel like a fucking rock star. <laughs> you know, that's literally a comedian dream. Right? Oh that's my a God. comedian wedding. Yeah, I was just like sitting there like and I look up and just like girl, 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 girl. And they're all like hot, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this is great. You know? And I'm like, what do you want from me? <laughs> and then Can I help you? <laughs> it was it was very like I felt it was very like magnetic of me for them to just like come over to me after I did well on stage. Weird moment, but I didn't ever expect it. It was just like, and I, of course I'm like, so what do you guys like? <laughs> I, was, I wasn't like good with it. So you guys like milk? <laughs> yeah, nothing happened. I'm just, I was more just like, wow, really? Yeah, just me? soaking it in. Just soaking it in, and I'm soaking their. their, their Did you know them? Were they funny. were they girls you knew? Yeah, just people, a couple comedians, a couple not comedians. I'm not gonna say who. Okay. 
Maybe off air. Okay. Santa Claus. <laughs> Hot. Hot. Wood smash. Okay. Yeah, that was a bad. I'm so terrible at this. But okay, poison feeling. Poison Wait, feeling. poison feeling while all the hot women are around you? Kind of. Shivering, they'll come up to me and like, oh, again, weird feelings. And then they all kind of disperse after I give them nothing. And um, Antoine uh, Nesterella comes uh, up and he gives me the most pep talky pep talk I've ever heard in my Antoine, life. Antoine, I... I, I recorded him giving a toast on, on my phone at, uh -huh. at like some party one time and I'm like, it's one of my favorite things to listen to. That's great. Has he been on? I should. I would love to have oh, him on. Get Antoine on. Friend of the pod. Um, he gives me the most pep talk of all time where he's like, he's like drunk, but you know, it's Antoine, so it's, it's Antoine? coherent mm -hmm. and, 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 and very Rocky-esque. There should be, there should be swells of music yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. It should have been scored. Yeah, and it's like this is this is what life, this is what life's about, baby. Mm -hmm. You had your ups and downs. Now you're flying high. It's like that kind of stuff. Yeah, very Antoine of him. Yeah, but it was like fucking talking like a Boston accent. Yeah, so Boston. Fucking so Boston. So I, Boston. God, such a Lebanese guy in Boston. Such accent. a Lebanese Boston guy. He recommended my, my one of my favorite uh, quick eats places in New York. There's a Lebanese place. What's it called? I don't know what it's called. Oh, Alex. I'm not going to memorize this terribly difficult the name. I'm not going to like butcher it. So it's easier. Where, like, where is it? It's on um, Bleecker in uh, McDougal. Okay. Yeah, West Village. Okay. Greenwich Village. Good to know. Anyways, um, they make their own uh, like bread. They have like a brick oven, like a fire, like, you know, like a pizza oven. <laughs> I believe it when I see it. Good. I mean, it's not that hard to believe. <laughs> Anywho, I'll go tomorrow. He gives me the most pep talk of all time, mm -hmm. and so I'm just like, "This is great." And then whatever. So then that 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 kind of just ride that for a bit, and um, and then the next couple of days, I was supposed to go home for um, Christmassy Jewishy mm -hmm. stuff. I don't really celebrate any of those, mm -hmm. but I still love the cultural things. Of it. Yeah. I love the lights. I love I love the, the snow. It's snow, but you know what I mean. Yeah, all that fun stuff. Yeah, the reason people like cozy Christmas. holiday. Yeah, cozy holiday. So I love going home and doing that. So I do that, and I, I tell all this to my parents. They're like, "Who the fuck's Gary Goldman?" <laughs> uh, of course. Mom. <laughs> but uh, credit to them, they watched all their all of his specials. Whoa! Right, and so, and then they, they still didn't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He, he liked, they like their early, his early stuff. Are you a Gary Goldman fan? I was always like aware of him. I'm sure I was never like he's not the one who was like made you no, get into stand up. But of course like, you're, not. No, but you're a good comedian. I was always like, oh, that's that's just one of the good ones. You mm -hmm. know? It was never like I always knew him. Yeah. Uh, my people were Norm McDonald and uh, Mitch Hedberg. Those are my two. Those but are your those, two. Guys. I, they're all dead. But if I would have met them, that would been like you would have thrown. I would have uh, killed myself. Mm -hmm. So. But uh, it was just so surreal because Gary, there's a certain like untouchability with someone like that, mm -hmm. like Gary. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, this can't, <laughs> this isn't real. So um, I, I, I go home and I, I explain to them why it's a big deal because <laughs> you know, they don't know. Mm -hmm. And they're excited. I show, I had the tape. I showed them the tape of that show. And they're like, this is great. It was the first time that they ever saw like me being funny because I always had dumb one-liner jokes. And they were mm -hmm. like, that's cute. But they were like, no, this like, is like, no, you're, I saw, you're really I, I doing it. I watched them laugh yeah. to my stuff. They put, they put it on the TV, you know? That feel good. Yeah, it was always, they were good when they put you on the yeah. TV. Yeah. Like, here's me on a tiny phone. How about <laughs> we watch you in 70 inches? 
but and they were laughing. It was the first time they ever laughed at stuff. So that was fun. So it was riding high. Yeah. Uh, and then um, was that song riding high? Uh, Frank Sinatra. I don't know. It's like riding high and blah blah. Shot down in May. I I want to help, but I yeah. I don't know the song. It's stuck in my head right now for saying riding high. <laughs> but you're riding high. Riding high, and. Uh, you explain to them why it's important. Yes, explain to them why it's important. And then I basically um, kind of just have to sit through that for, for two weeks being home while no stand-up. I don't, I'm just home. That's, yeah, so this yeah, is my yeah. like, being home. And because I live in the suburbs of Chicago, so it's really hard to get to downtown Yeah. Um, easily. Um, I could if I really wanted to like fucking travel for an hour and a half sure. through trains and cars and stuff. So um, that... I'm just kind of sitting there for two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then, so in that time, I decided to, you know, email Gary Goldman. Here's, he always told me to email him. I'm not going to do him right away. So I, I'll do it when I get home. So I emailed him when I got home. And I was just like, hey, this is Alex, blah, blah, blah. He told me to email you. Hi, whatever. Just an introductory thing. And he was just like, hi, this is great. Um, you were great. Um, um, I'm going to, do you have like a, like a, like a, um, like a show? My, uh, a manager can go to to watch you um he wants you know i show him show him like send him a video something like that i was like no i don't have anything because no one looked at me mm -hmm. so that um so now i'm freaking out because he wants to see me or his manager wants to see me i was this is dumb it's really dumb stuff and um he uh i, t I tell him that i don't have anything and he said, oh, that's okay. Um, how about we just book you on my show in January? It's like, yes, Gary Goldman. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you say, Gary Goldman. And then, and that was January 4th at Union Hall. His, like, his show that he basically sells out once a month. It's his, like, Gary Goldman and friends. Mm -hmm. It's him and, like, two other comedians that he likes. And he does like forty or whatever. So basically, it's like it's like a club, mm -hmm. like a funny bone spot, but like sure. Union Hall. So now I'm freaking out because he books me for that, and I don't have stand up for two weeks. I I don't have like a show, or my anything. So I re I remember I hit up a guy who did my show in, in here in, in the Brooklyn, and his name's St. James. He, he runs the show at Second City in Chicago. I hit him up saying, "Hey, any chance I can get a show in the next two weeks because I need to practice." And he was like, "Hell yeah, come do my New Year's Eve show at Second City. It's the only stand-up show in Second at Second City. He has it." And I was like, "Thank you so much, love it." Cut to that. Um, I'm really rusty. I do the show. It gave me six minutes or whatever, and I was just bad. It's like whatever. I got, I got, I got my bad out of the way. Mm -hmm. Got my terribleness out of the way. I was god awful. It was a weird show. <laughs> but um, so now. I'm now I'm like two days, three days away from Gary Goldman. And, I, and now I realize that there's going to be snow. It's going to be a snowstorm in Chicago. Oh, no. Um, like December or January like 2nd or 3rd, one of those days. And I was like, great, I'm going to miss my, you know, there, yeah. there's my train to, to mm -hmm. whatever, whatever next is. And I, uh, so then I, I frantically looked for flights earlier. So I found, I found, I ate the cost of, of the plane. For the, and then I bought another one for the day before. I was like, great. So, so I get home two days earlier. I 
go to every mic known to manageable in the city, mm-hmm. do my whatever. And finally, they came, did his show, wild show. Um, he gives me like a 10 minute introduction. Not like about me, but like his, like four minutes was about me. The rest is him meandering. It's just, it's Gary Goldman. He knew whatever he wants. And so I'm kind of standing there ready to go on stage. And he mm-hmm. keeps talking. I'm like, oh. So I'm like, it's, you ever stand and wait to be called on stage? And then the guy takes like 20 minutes. Yeah. So that's kind of what happened. So I'm like freaking out. Um, I, I, I got my close friends there. Um, got one of my close friends, uh, Pedro. He's filming with his 4K camera. He, he gave me a lav mic. So I'm wearing it underneath my shirt. Got it recording in my back pocket. Um, he's also sh- shotgun recording it for audience and you know other stuff. Mm-hmm. So I have it all recorded and then audio is good. So I, I do uh, eight minutes. Um, I, I would say it's about eight out of ten, seven out of ten, something like that. It wasn't like wow, but it was like solid. Yeah, I had I I was at my best in terms of comedy, like Great. my delivery, the jokes. Yeah. It was all tight. Everything was good. Yeah. Um. So I do good. It was it was, it was good. It wasn't my best. It wasn't fun gutter. It wasn't the pure chaos. But show. you did it. But it was like all yeah. that stuff reduced it just enough to where it was good, but wasn't the best. Anywho, he comes off stage. He hugged me. He's like, "We're gonna get you a manager." And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, "So much Gary Goldman. Whatever you say, Gary Goldman." <laughs> and essentially, um, he told me that the manager was supposed to be there, um, but he couldn't for some reason. Well, I don't know what reason. And so he said to me, do you have a tape I can send him? Because he, I guess he wanted to, I mean, he obviously wanted to see me. So I sent him that tape of the show because I had the lav mic, I had the 4K camera, mm-hmm. and the shotgun mic. So I sent him that. He really liked it. Um, I got a, um, a he, I, he, so, the, I, so the manager asked, hey, can I come watch you in person and talk to you? I was like, sure. Um, I don't have, I'm not booked. <laughs> So, no, you can't come and watch me. I don't have anything in the books. So I frantically asked a couple people. Um, eventually, uh, Jerry Seinfeld presents. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys, Art, Meredith, mm-hmm. um, Fernando, they were amazing to let me go on for like seven minutes. Mm-hmm. I was there, I'm forever grateful to them. Mm-hmm. Another, they're, they're in my, my, my list of people who've been nice to me in comedy. Mm-hmm. There's been three people. <laughs> well, I guess four people, Gary. Sure, sure, sure. Three people like peers and yeah. help people. Um, so those wonderful people i did the show it was all right i went second um it wasn't that like a hot of a crowd yet or not yet but just wasn't that hot of a crowd ever it's it's black cat it's hard yeah, to do amazing hard, black yeah. cat but he's watching me i see him on the side and i come up to him after he was like oh that's great um very funny and we started talking very like generic about comedy like who do you like oh i love this mm-hmm. guy oh i love that guy too we talked about his some like Norm McDonald's jokes, Mitch jokes, things mm-hmm. like that. We both like the same guys. And then, great, um, here's my number. I'll text you soon or whatever. I'm like, yes, whatever, sure. Whatever you say. Yes, whatever you say, Mr. Manager. So I, I text him. He said, let's set up a phone call. He's like, sure, of course. And then um, essentially I was told um, I'm not ready yet, mm. which I knew. But, I, you know, that's all I'm expecting. Um, I, I am not ready. So, you know, I'm, this is a fluke. So, but he, he still likes me. It was more like I don't have anything to offer him. As like a manager, I don't have any pilots. I don't have any scripts. I don't have any like any like, material to give him. Mm. It's just stand up. Yeah. And, and if you're not like the best at it, that's like that can't carry you through. You need like other stuff to be signed. Yeah. Like someone like as raw funny as like a Mia Faith Hammond. 
someone like that can just be signed because like, like you can see the stardom in that person yeah they don't have to have a script or some type of pilot but i'm not there yet so but he told me that he still loved me a lot love all my jokes was thought it was funny but not just just wasn't just yet but he told me if i ever need anything i'll still be in touch um uh if you ever need help maybe submitting just whatever yeah to festivals to certain tv shows mm -hmm. if you ever need help with that stuff and i was like yes thank you so much but whatever you say mr manager mm -hmm. and um that was that and in the call i was like i knew it I, I of course i couldn't this wasn't gonna be my like the luckiest day of my life but it was it was such a good experience knowing that a i'm not ready but b i, I know i can do it yeah and that's fun um and now I, I go to lunch with gary like once a month or so now yeah, I told I, after I, after that phone call, I texted years like, "Thank you so much." She, we, I said we both agreed that we're not ready. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, I thought it was ready. Yeah, you know I'm not, but you know I hope hopefully it was. But I told him that. Thank you so much. This is the coolest thing anyone's ever done for me. You're amazing, uh, XOXO, Alex. And he was like, Gossip, "Of course, kid. Um, you're, you're you're gonna be one of the greats." He told me that. Gary Coleman told me that. Gary Coleman. And I was like, thanks, Gary. Whatever you say, Gary Coleman. Whatever you say, Gary Coleman. <laughs> and sure, I'm going to be one of the greats. <laughs> and that's going to be my intro for shows now. He's going to be one of the greats. Give it up for Alex. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, and then he was like, let's get lunch sometime. I was like, yes, Gary Coleman. Whatever you say, Gary Coleman. <laughs> so we do. And it's great. And he's awesome. He's a big old fucking golden retriever. Nice, coolest guy. He's quirky like a comedian is, is. He's not anything different. He's just an older version of everyone you know, mm -hmm. which is cool. That is cool. And he has all these, he's like, so you can tell how smart he is. His word choice and his, his, his thought process, you can just kind of tell, oh, okay, I see why you're Gary Goldman. Yeah. But but then I'll also, I'll also see the little things like, oh, I can tell you're like a little, little off comedian. <laughs> little, little, little. Well, something's wrong with you. Yeah. Some kind of comedian. Yeah. And that's fun to see. Yeah. One of the cool, funnier things uh, uh, during the lunch, I don't know if I should tell him this. I'm sure it's fine. He's not going to fucking listen. <laughs> hey, Gary, if you are. Um, it's just funny because it's it's such a like a prolific moment for me. I'm like sitting there with Gary Goldman eating lunch with him across yeah. the table. And um, it's one of those, like, they leave a pitcher of water at the, at the table for you to refill yourself because they're lazy pieces of shit. And he's like, we, we both have empty glass and then hey do you want my water i was like oh yes please and he goes to uh fill my water and he he's like at least like two inches away from my the cup and i was just like he's a comedian this is a bit this is hilarious Gary <laughs> Goldman was intense this is kind of like oh fun this is oh you're hilarious hilarious so he starts to pour i'm like oh he's committing to it and then he starts pouring out of like starts flowing out of the cup and oh my god all over the table all over the floor i'm like ah you're missing and he was like, ah, oh, I didn't, ah, oh, I'm so sorry. He, he wasn't kidding. Oh, my God. This wasn't a bit. Oh, my I didn't goodness. stop him because I thought it was. Because, you know, like, yeah. I assume he's the genius or whatever. <laughs> and and so I'm just like, it's just like, a, it's just such a surreal moment. Like, Gary Gullman, like, missed my cup at lunch. Oh, my God. And, and, I, and I tried to, like, I tried to play it off, like, funny, you know? Because it was. I wasn't, like, mad or weird about it. But I was just like, eh, it's all right. Who Who's to say when a cup starts? And I got him. Who's to know when a cup begins? And that, like, <laughs> some like weird ethereal, <laughs> metaphorical joke. Got yeah. him to, and he started laughing, and then we were good again. And so that was so that kind of little stuff. It's yeah. Like, oh, you can tell he's just like a little 
he's a comedian. Mm-hmm. And he's a little, you know, a little shimmy. Oh, a little shimmy kind of guy, but very awesome. So then, then yeah, there was, that's where I am with it. And it's, it's a whole, that, that's so, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap up this dumbass story with by saying two, two storylines kind of merged for this thing to happen. Mm-hmm. One of it was the lesson just kind of just like doorman your life away for something for 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 an attempt for a chance at, at doing anything um actually three lessons that for the doorman kind of like offer up if you if you can't mm-hmm. figure out how to play the game figure out a different way to play the game mm-hmm. find a little back road into it mm-hmm. so my back road is offering services like doormanning mm-hmm. and such of that nature um so figure out that two is you never know who's watching and always think that Cause that's that's the fun part of it. Ninety nine percent of the time, no one important is watching, but you never know who. I always wanted to be discovered. Gary Gold, Gary Goldman. I have a clip of him saying, "I discover him." And then lastly, um, that that niceness of it all, of someone being like, "Hey, do my do here here's my friends shows. Tell them I recommended you." And because if because Chris did that, I was able to have a good 10 be minutes. sharp enough yeah. i was i was crystal clear in my comedy because of chris metcalf and because uh i doorman for a year i was able to do the show because of chris i was able to be good at that show mm-hmm. and because um yeah no the the pieces make sense pieces all kind of come together yeah they all coalesce so, so so that's kind of the whole the big old story that i was kind of reluctant to say just those kind of three things that i don't believe anymore because my life sucks um kidding of course you, you you remain emotionless and those those I'm things like i'll let you just take it wherever you want. No, I'm, I, I'm i'm man what's the word rambling on right now embellishing rambling rambling I'm embellishing I embellishing like your life sucks like what's your life right now oh it's just like back to what it was before mm. so it's a lot of just no one's you know a lot of these shows just always doing you should cut, you should do the garlic renaissance show Oh, oh god no not like this no but like this that's how i book half the people yeah i'm like oh right why haven't you done you know yeah it's not I, it's but not that's, a... the, that's the thing i don't that's why i'm not booked because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not being all woe is me about it i'm just saying no one people are like that sure either they don't they forget about me because i'm very forgettable or um it's i just don't hang out with people i'm not there people have time you get booked because you're just there and mm-hmm. you're like you're always there sure and that's how it works the the game is that yeah but look like i've i've known you i i don't remember when we met do you remember when we met i do when when was that when i remember we were on the train together you had a jacket on the varsity kind of jacket Uh, and we were you we were coming home from something i forgot what hmm. we kind of lived close enough to be on the same train okay but i don't remember from what particular thing it was but yeah like i've i've known you for for a little while and yeah, I've always been years. very clear on like what I view like your artistic merit, you know, just for whatever that's worth. Um, but yeah, it's a but that that is true. Like, oh, you know, you you remember who you see, and mm-hmm. you just don't. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not make, I'm not saying it's unfair that that's happening to me. I'm saying it's mostly my fault that's not happening to me, which is that it comes into yourself sure thing where i'm like oh i hate myself for not doing that and i also hate that it, it, i hate that it, the, the way the world is like that so it's a lot of that mm-hmm. that's what most people don't understand 
about um like the misunderstanding thing i'm i'm they'll think i'm like complaining about something i'm very well aware of how it works mm-hmm. and it's mostly mad at myself for not being able to like you know conform to yeah. how it should work yeah so and then uh, but then i but then but then you don't get anything from it you're not getting any like rewards from being in the game yeah well i mean it's like it's like your doorman strategy like you you you're you're adapting you're trying Mm -hmm. to figure out how to play it differently sure yeah i do a lot of stuff like that to get around it i make my own show Mm -hmm. i book people who i'd like so that if they see me it'd be good Mm -hmm. um i i care about the quality of my show Mm -hmm. more than trading spots i never mm-hmm. trade spots if you're listening don't ever ask to be on my show god damn it i think i've asked sorry have you probably you do exceptions because i like your i just like it i like you and nico i think you guys are fantastic and i'm just i don't know there's a lot of people i meet i don't want to say a lot like there's there's certain people i meet where i'm like oh cool you're a nice person you know like cool person to mm-hmm. me and then there's some people where i'm like i'm really invested in their growth mm-hmm. and like I remember like just meeting you and meeting in and Nico. Like I often think of you guys together, but not always. And I I don't know, I'm just like I'm I'm invested. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, they're they're here. They're in it for the for the long haul. Like That's I'm excited. Very sweet. I mean sweet. Like I, I mean it. No, yeah, I that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Appreciate it. But yeah, so I want to be on your show because I like you. <laughs> and, we, and then you were. So that's and then I it, was. Because well, it, yeah. it's mainly if we find you funny, we'll ask. We'll find you. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm doing what I would want all the shows to be. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I hate that the game is playing. Yeah, like no, this. you're like, no, I, we think your work is good. <laughs> yeah. We'll, Please come be on our show. If you're funny, we'll put you on the damn show. Yeah. That's how it works. Mm. I don't care if you're friends with me. Mm. If you're not good enough. But then again, people seem to like that. Seem to like what? Like I've had people say, "I love how, like, let's get it goes along with me being myself all the time." Mm. If if it's 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 very true to the the merit of it all. Like, if you're not good enough, I I I respect that you're not going to put anybody, just anybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So that's kind of what we do in 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 rebellion to the whole trading spots. Uh, putting all your friends up. Some of these shows are just incest shows where everyone the, gets put on incest ev- shows. Incest shows. It's a hundred percent. It's it's interesting. I like I co-produce the uh, Garlic Renaissance with mm-hmm. Momo, and so like we both participate in like booking comics. But I, I also want to say I discovered Momo. I'm gonna be on the record by saying I discovered him. Okay. I was here for his like first or second night in New York. So was I. Were you? Yeah. You saw him then. Uh, I saw yeah. him. I, I was at a show. I was like, "Who are you?" And it was just me and him, and I think Aaliyah. And we were always like talking him up. And then I was like, he was nobody. Now he's everybody. Now he's everybody. Continue. Um, you run a show with Momo. We run a show together and both book comics. And sometimes Momo is very like, they gotta be funny. Like, they gotta be funny. Like, it's about quality. And mm-hmm. then I've, I'm, I wanna, like, I aspire to that. And then sometimes I'm like, yeah, but this person, I don't know. There's people who like I think are underbooked, yourself included. Um, Please. The no, but like I'm it's properly booked. I just don't like that I am. Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, agree to disagree. Yeah. But um, yeah, people were who I see. I'm like, 
And it's also there's people who like they do hang out. And I'm like, oh, you are supporting every show and no one's putting you up. And like, that's not cool. And like, you're not going to get better if no one puts you up. Like, yeah. why can't we be a show that like gives let's like is a show for it's like where people can like have some growing pains. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, it's like for the community. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't I, I'm not interested in just being like this like this like we get the top comic like no it's it's always a really fun show yeah. and i don't know like i'm will sometimes i'll suggest someone and moment will be like ooh i don't really i've never laughed and i'm mm -hmm. like okay well i've laughed i've laughed i, I don't think this person has is nothing yeah. <laughs> but i but you're a lot i do like nico in that manner i'm not like what you're a lot like nico in that manner yeah i'm the guy where it's like ah oh, the person sucks but yeah but like yeah. Like they have to come to our show like eight times or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. and I've seen him kill. Yeah. And I'm like, I've never seen him do get a laugh once. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of that. I was like, I trust it's fine. We had we we very partner esque like that. Yeah. Like I was just like, sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we both Whatever you say, Gary Goldman. Whatever you say, Nico Catania. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. What was yes. that face? Oh, I mean uh, I, I do this a lot. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. I've never seen you do that. Oh yeah, it's my um take a picture face. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to be uh, smiling. I love that. We uh, like this in the background. Do you feel like you've met I mean, I know there's Nico. Have you made like close friends from like in in comedy? Because this no. is it is it where you God no. <laughs> there's people like you who are like the sweetest people, you know. Um people who are cool like Maxim and 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 whoever's listening upstairs <laughs> and but you know you guys are acquaintances you're your friends but you're not you know one of my friends you know i'm not gonna call you up when something good happens well you know not yet mean? sure but like right now you're right not, which is fine mm -hmm. that's just your your cool acquaintances to have they see you we, we're like oh my god hey what's up it's that mm -hmm. but i don't have you, that's you're like in the majority of those people of my life because like i have like three friends Maybe four. Nico's definitely one of them. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to Denim to Mac is the other one. Cool. And then maybe Pedro. Maybe and Pedro. Pedro Sam. Well, I'm saying like maybe he's the last because mm. he is, but maybe it's Pedro, but then maybe it's someone else. So it's Pedro Sampaio. If you don't know Pedro Sampaio. I don't know. Him. Pedro Sampaio. Um, but those are the three I'd say right now. And it's weird because, you know, people have, I like they say I only have like three like close friends that's mm -hmm. it it's a little weird like people have like giant friend groups and stuff so it's, it's more of a but you know that that oh that's often like bullshit sure right well, most of the brooklyn scene is that just yeah. people who are just in one homogenous giant friend group and it's yeah. fine it's awesome to build the community people love the hanging out there it's just not for me yeah and i i, I can't that's kind of how that's part of the reason why i don't like how the game is run yeah or when I say the game, I mean like the world, <laughs> the entire world. Because that's how everything's run. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not so what it's, you know; it's who you know. Exactly, I, and I benefited from being known from someone versus mm -hmm. like because you know I've. It's hard to be like I hate the game, but then I can rattle off things I've benefited sure. from doing it and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I still I don't enjoy it. I don't want to be. I don't want to have to put on a face. Yeah. Like my friend always said, he has a Best Buy face because he worked at Best Buy. Mm. So he has a Best Buy customer service face that he he would like. It'd be so drastically different. Wow. And I feel like I can't be myself around this. Fuckers. It's exhausting. 
So I have to be someone else. I have to be light and airy and very mm. boring. That's and, how you feel like you have to be in yeah. like these. Because I want I want to talk about like philosophy and 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 all, like like random. I don't want to talk about social trends, um, things that happen in the news, um, things that happen in their lives. I just don't care. I, there's nothing I don't have. Yeah, no, that's in, valid. Being invested in that is hard for me because I just don't give a shit. But if you want to talk about deep stuff like life, I'm I'm powers in that. Like I have so much like Russian philosophy in me. So why that, why what about the Russians is like, I like their ideas. I like their 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 view on life. Cause it's basically just like suffer. But choose your own, like, choose the thing that makes you suffer. Because if you if someone else chooses it for you, it's gonna be way worse. Mm. So I, I like that view on life. Interesting. Because it's never always good. Right, right, right. But and and it's you, you always remember when things got better after being bad. You don't remember the good times are just like when you were happy. But happiness is just, it's a it's a drug mm-hmm. to me. It's the same as like getting any dopamine hit. Because it's doesn't because there's an opposite of it, hmm. you know. Yeah, no, it's you can you can look at it just chemically, hormonally. Yeah, and the Russians are very big on hmm. that kind of stuff. You know, twentieth century writings and philosophy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Read a bunch. That's what I think about a lot. I I, I all like I have my joke like notes in my phone, but I also have a bunch of little things that i've uh, are you writing a manifesto no <laughs> i'm writing a menu mm. burgers and stuff no <laughs> i'm writing um I, every time i think of something philosophical i just write it down mm. so i have that in my, my notes as well so I, I i mean i basically have in my room i put suffer so you don't mm. so that's why that's 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 what's on my, my my wall right now interesting suffer so you don't yeah are you are you are you interested? Do you read much about any like Eastern philosophy? No, I've never. I they're 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 a little more optimistic that like love is like, you know, comes from everything. Beauty mm-hmm. comes from very like suffering. I don't like that because then, because that's not you know that's not life. I'm not like, happy. I'm sad. You know what I mean. So I don't, I never really got that as much as the 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 other stuff. Mm. But that's just gen. I haven't dived too deep into it. Yeah. I just know it's kind of the generic, like, yeah. you know, Buddhism, yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But being one with yourself, I don't know. Yeah, but it it's also, it acknowledges suffering. Yeah. In a very, um, comp- to, in a way that I find very compelling. How do you, how do you, um, how do you find it compelling? Um, I spent a long time, like, just, like, um, soaking in self-hatred mm-hmm. and um, pessimism and cynicism, mm-hmm. thinking that that was making me stronger and like protecting me from disappointment. Mm-hmm. And I I don't believe that that is true. Um, that was only getting me like lower and I was only feeling lower and lower and lower. Mm-hmm. And when I started reading philosophies that suggested maybe extending compassion to myself the way I extend it to other people that like actually maybe that's productive um and like showing kindness to myself isn't weakness it's like allowing me to actually um like Mm self-actualize 
It's allowing me to actually self-actualize. Um, and just that that there might be a way to exist in, in a way that doesn't deny my pain, mm -hmm. but also doesn't um, that and, and that doesn't minimize it, but that can like just help me hold it in a way where I'm where I don't feel as um, as much despair. Mm -hmm. Despair is very it's a feeling I'm very familiar with and I and it makes me not want to like be alive mm -hmm. and i don't i i want to i don't want to sit and i don't want to stew mm -hmm. in that and i don't think like the trying to harden myself wasn't really working hmm. so yeah See, i mean we both want the same thing yeah just different ways to get there sometimes. totally because despair comes from when things decide how you suffer when when, when right when i feel like where's my agency sure. nowhere yeah if you can choose your own adventure <laughs> no exactly yeah if you can if you're the one that's like i'm gonna do this it's gonna suck but what the alternative is worse that's that's where you get you get your own like and then and from doing it's like taking a cold shower is basically just that mm. choosing this choosing to have a little bit of stress yes is that's and then but you feel good when that happens so why is that you know you feel good that you're putting yourself under some type of like yeah, get, like deliberate discomfort yeah. that you know that you can learn to cope with. Yeah, I've, I've you're not always, harming yourself. Exactly. I've always thought I've always been under the impression that um, letting myself heal versus taking any type of medication mm. is the way to do it. Not like extreme. Like I'll, I'll, sure. Like, I have like, like oh, this heart attack will go away. <laughs> right, right, right. But like, if I'm like sick, cold runny nose i'll just sleep on it i'm not gonna like go rush over yeah get some like drugs and, yeah, yeah, yeah um a big thing i don't like i never use chapstick interesting i've never used chapstick i never had chapped lips wow i feel like that's a big um we are so of, different we <laughs> are my friends so everyone's different. always like oh god i use chapstick because my chaps my lips are chapped like that's what you're feeding on it so. mm. are so, you well hydrated i mean not I'm not, but I'm not like not. Okay. You know? All right. I'm, I'm drinking it every day. I'm not just like, I'm not conscious to be like, I got to drink more. Yeah. But no, not really. My lips are never that chapped. Wow. They were never, never chapped. But that, to me, that's a bit, that's just Brag. like, we'll see. That's, that's, the, that's the thing. I chose not to do that. If sure. It, I, got, I mean, at the beginning, it might have been chapped. I let, I let my body figure it out. Yeah. I chose to sit with it. Not like suffer, but you know, in a, in a way, I, I, yeah. Choose to suffer, no, through but it, like, so it figures out a, a better way through it. That's how I feel about makeup, and like, I don't, I don't, you don't wear, like it. to wear it. Uh huh. Um, okay. like, no, let's just deal with this. <laughs> like, yeah. this is what we're working with. This is what I have. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it doesn't need an enhancement. Is the enhancement really helping or is it like actually masking and then actually making it worse and then making me require to keep masking? Mm -hmm. I don't know. You're also not ugly as shit, so it helps. Thank you so much. <laughs> that is the <laughs> nicest thing <laughs> anyone has ever said to me. Yeah. yeah, but I feel ugly as shit. Like yeah. I used to have terrible acne mm -hmm. and like if I if I eat. There's certain foods if I eat, like my my skin flares up and I feel like I want to 
die or just never be seen. I get like agoraphobic. Sure. That's why I wear um, a sweatshirt. And I still, but I still like won't put makeup on. Yeah. Because I'm just like, no, if I have to look at it, you have to look at it. <laughs> and that's how I feel about that's that. That's how Frankenstein felt. And that what? That's how Frankenstein felt. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Look at my monster. Yeah. Well, oh, you're going to put concealer on the monster and that's going to make it all better. That's going to make it more pleasant for you guys. My bolts are beautiful. My bolts are beautiful. Baby. That be, is. Be beautiful bolts. Beautiful bolts. But yeah, that's my thing about that. Night. God loves bolts. Also, a lot of religion. You think about religion a lot? Oh, so much. Oh my God, me too. Really? I, I'm not, I was, wasn't raised, raised religious at all, which is great. That is really I'm, cool. I'm very Jewish. I grew up in a very Jewish town with a bunch of people. That's so interesting. Billion bar mitzvahs. Um, so, like, what is it for you? Uh, okay, I'll well, I'll, I'll say it first. My mom, my, my parents were like, "Hey, do you want to go to Sunday school?" I was like, "No, I don't want to school on Sunday." And they're like, "Okay." Then that's how. That's why I wasn't religious growing up. That's mm -hmm. why I wasn't going to the, to the temples and Sunday school and Hebrew school. Because your parents gave you a choice. Mm -hmm. That's insane. My mom didn't have a bar mitzvah. My dad had a bar mitzvah. And I guess, I'm, I don't know what kind of dialogue they had, but mm -hmm. my mom was laissez-faire about it. I'm sure my dad wanted me to do it because that's just how he grew up, mm -hmm. which is fine. Um, but I didn't do it because they gave me an option. Of course, no, no kids <laughs> going to be like, oh, no, I'm going to go to school on Sunday. Are you kidding me? So I didn't. Um, watched everyone else grow up with it. Went to, again, billion bar mitzvahs. Um, attended a bunch of Purims. That's Mid, uh, Sunday, mm -hmm. uh, what, not Sunday. That's a fun one. Just, uh, a lot of midnight stuff because my mm -hmm. friends went. I won candy. Might as mm -hmm. well go. Mm -hmm. For those people who don't know what that is, that's where people dress up and and and, and like. It's like a cross Halloween. between Halloween and St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, and you kind of go and there's like guys singing and throwing candy at you and stuff. Yeah, it's it's, it's violent, but it's also sweet. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what people are shit. People are shit faced. You're actually oh, yeah. like supposed to get shit faced. It's really strange. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, I never did it. I ate, I ate a lot of say um, candy. Yeah, attended a lot of Passovers. Didn't participate. Yeah, attended them. But so, but like, how did? Or do you feel like a? Do you feel connected to it, or like, do you want to preserve it? Like, if you have children, like, is it something that you want? Like, do you want to raise your kids feeling Jewish? No, not particularly any type of religion. Okay, I would. I I would do it how I discovered it. Because discovering it after never being religious is great. That's cool. You kind of, you kind of, you kind of, you kind of get in touch with what everyone originally felt about something else. You know? Yeah. You're not, you're not getting indoctrinated. Into yeah. Anything. No. If you can have some sort of spiritual awakening and yeah. not be <laughs> indoctrinated, um, I recommend. I definitely recommend. Because there's, that. there's definitely like, there's definitely just something that humans feel the need like it's all we're made looking up. for meaning we're looking to make meaning yes it's all made up i saw a movie a couple of days ago past lives it's a very good movie i gotta watch i gotta see this it's very good. you're not the first person to recommend it to me um I, it's very good yeah i don't know what to say um but they have this thing where like um i don't know the, the, the point of the, the thing is as i um was watching it and they said something about um this thing called in yun or in june something a korean word that basically means like if you um you're kind of like meant to be with someone if you like you brushed 
past them and, and you met it's kind of like fate a thing of like fate destiny destiny things like that and they're talking about if, if if you if you don't have that with someone but you kind of like them you fall in love with them or something and you don't you don't have that previous thing you're not meant to be hmm. so then then they brought up how maybe in the next life we'll be together yeah so that that's what triggered my own uh my thought about oh that's just religion I see. That's 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 the human um, condition trying to uh, disassociate with death. Yeah. Trying to find a comfort in death. Yeah. Oh, there's something, there's something to look with forward it, with to with the finale. Yeah. Of course, I, yeah, I'll see you in the next life where we can be happy together. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, this isn't it. <laughs> yeah, no, this yeah. is not it. But we'll find each other in the next life. Yeah. And that's just my particular point. In humans made all this stuff up to f- figure out a way to not. Um, be uh, terrified of death uh, yes and stuff like that i don't know I, i'm with you i would love i would love to, to continue talking yeah i don't have any more studio time i hear a lot of creaks and, cr- <laughs> and maxim's breathing heavily behind the curtain um so it's it's the end of the conversation but where can people find you well um, I'll, I'll link to your you know sure your uh, stuff in that twitter i do dumb jokes my old one-liners that i don't do anymore in live because <laughs> i hate the guts out of them mm-hmm. but they're still fun uh jokes underscore y'all on mm-hmm. twitter Alex Taubin on YouTube or not YouTube, well also YouTube, but and then uh, Alex Taubin at uh, Instagram, no spaces. Cool, yeah. Alex, I appreciate you doing this, especially on such short notice. <laughs> I love being a backup. Thank <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for being here, and thank you, Maxim. Thanks, Maxim. Mm-hmm.